The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Rustling up the best search marketing news and views in the European Union. It's time to saddle up with the Search Cowboys. From Berlin to Bucharest, the Search Cowboys will round up the best search marketers from Europe and around the world to discuss search engine marketing, social media, and more. Here are the Search Cowboys, Bass Vandenbelt and Roy Hoiskies. Hello and welcome to another Search Cowboys show and we have a very special show for you today. Uh, of course with my regular co-host uh, Roy Hoiskies. Hey Roy. Hey boss, how are you doing? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. We, uh, as I said, we have a special show, we're going to talk about a special subject today, and for that we uh, asked our good friend Lisa Myers to be back on the show, and if everything is right, she's there. Hi Lisa. Yes, hello guys, how are you doing? I'm <laughs> doing good, thank you, how are you doing? Yeah, good. I, every time that intro to Search Cowboys just really makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to actually bite Why my tongue not to laugh. I don't know. It's just that the, the shots and everything is like proper cheesy. Brilliant. Love it. <laughs> it totally suits us. It's, yeah, uh, uh, no, you know, I like it too. It's, uh, it's, uh, I think uh, it's one of the best parts of the show, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just the intro. <laughs> yeah, that's the intro. <laughs> so, uh, we have a good crowd in the chat room also. Uh, they uh- must have heard uh, you were coming. So, uh, um, uh, if anybody's still listening live and is not in the chat room, you're very welcome to, to come to the chat room and join us. And you can ask questions to all three of us. Uh, because today, we, uh, are, we decided a couple of weeks ago, Lisa was on the show, and then um, uh, we talked for a second about how to, to, to get the right clients and how, how clients can, make, can be difficult sometimes and that... Uh, uh, that that you need to know uh, which client you take, and then Roy mentioned we should do an entire show on it. And well, here we are. Yeah. Uh, decided to uh, to entirely uh, dedicate the show to, uh, today to uh, the subject of well, um, choosing the right client, uh, what to look at uh, when uh, working with clients, and uh, some uh, white labeling stuff, which Lisa really wants to rent on, so uh, she'll get the chance to do that. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do this show. And um, as sad as you're, uh, if you want to join in, yeah, you're very welcome and uh, ask questions, make remarks in the chat room or through Twitter. Um, you can uh, follow all of us uh, at Lisa D. Myers at Chapter 42 at Bas van der Belt at Search Cowboys uh, uh, and we'll pick it up. Yeah. Um, choosing the right client or Don't losing the bad client. Don't forget the chat room as well. Yeah, and the chat room, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, someone in the chat room already said choosing the right client or losing the bad client. Uh, uh, it's actually it could be both. To yeah. be honest, kick it off. Um, I think many uh, agencies don't see what is a bad client until they have the client. Oh, but, but it's so many signs. Yeah. Well, I don't know, do you know what else I want to say? That. 
that, you know that, what I think what we should maybe start off with is that I think what the biggest problem is is that um, this is such a kind of sensitive subject and obviously I am based in the UK but in the UK they would never talk about this on a um, uh, on a radio show because it's one of those things that you just don't talk about you say yes to all clients or ideally you just would take what you get given but it's a really important part of building a business because yeah, if you choose the, is, the wrong client you it can actually make or break you yeah and the thing is also that it could be also very wrong for the client if you take the wrong client it, it's not always the client's fault no so. totally no no not at all it's, it's one thing. One thing I do um, uh, in my business. I also I try to uh, to hook up uh, clients with agencies. So uh, I try to for for a client to try to find the best agency uh, which suits them. Yeah. And one of the main things I look at is not uh, if they know how to do their job right, because mm. I, of course that's very important. But also if there's a match between the client and the agency, if if it works. Yeah. For example, yeah. Uh, a radio station needs a complete different kind of uh, agency than uh, someone who's selling uh, shoes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so. the, the pers- personality match uh, will, will matter no matter what your job you're in. And no matter how you wish that doesn't matter, it will matter. So how you work as well. So uh, the personality and how you work, the, the way you work. Um, some like I've I've had clients or have had um, prospect clients that I realized really early on that we work in very different ways. And so if you work in different ways, there are likely to become issues really early on. So I then realized quite quickly that okay, this is not going to work. So you, you have to then be very honest and say, actually, it's not your fault. It's, it's not our fault. It's just I think you do better if you work with someone that works in similar ways to you. True. So, Roy, what's the first sign uh, you you get if you think this is not a good client? What do you look at? Um, if he asks for proper rankings. Yeah. No, let me explain that. I mean, it's not about the rankings. It's about when I explain it once, I explain it twice, and he still doesn't get it, and he still asks for the number one ranking on this this keyword. Or he just asks after um, doing just a, a week of link building, started out for just a week, how are the results getting in? Mm. Okay, I, I know I know we were working fast and I know I can tell you what I did, but in a week it's kind of uh, undoable to have already results on this. At least, sure, you can have some, some minor results, but the big issue is that you have to get into the whole process. And if they don't understand it's a process instead yeah. of a project... Uh, then there is an issue with me in the, the way I work. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to build up for a process for, for a company or, or help them with their process instead of delivering these results and get out of the way as fast as I can. I mean, that, that's not the way I, I prefer to work. Now, De- Dennis in the chat room says, uh, I bet that happens with all new clients, right? Uh, is he right? Well, no, it, it doesn't. I mean, it, it, it depends on what company you're in. I mean, uh, right now I'm, I'm in-house, so... <laughs> Uh, we talk a lot about rankings, so we don't care about it since we, we look at traffic. And, and I mean, uh, I'm not going to explain to people why rankings are important unless they are starting to send me emails about it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that, this is the way we can influence it a little bit. But uh, at our old company, they're, they're, uh, we also try to explain people no, rankings isn't that important. And, and mm. 
they when you have good managers, they understand why you have to pick the right KPIs to to monitor your campaigns on, yeah, and then evaluate your 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 work. And if they understand that, that's no problem. Um, and it's about explanation as well. I mean, you can explain it once, you can explain it twice, and if they didn't get get it after the third time, um, we've got an issue. I mean, yeah, nobody <laughs> is all knowing. No, true. Yeah. No. I think, I think that's, that's the, uh, someone said it, I think Claire said in the chat room, that it's all about the managing the client as well. But I think education of the client, if they don't understand it, and I think that's a very key beginning start, like start point, is that if they don't understand even what they're trying to achieve, and with SEO especially, a lot of the time they don't actually understand what it is and what they're trying to achieve. And they come into a job saying that, oh, I just want to be number one. Um, well, they don't even understand why they want to be number one, or even even worse, when they actually want to be number number one, but they don't even know the key phrase, you know? <laughs> so that, I want to that be on gives, top. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say as well, every weekend again, but <laughs> it doesn't totally work like that. <laughs> oh, guys, my God. <laughs> oh, here we go again. I didn't know that, that is a big... Um, big issue is the education of how how SEO works and because it's now becoming more of a mainstream especially in the UK and I'm sure you got the same in, in Holland um, it's now becoming more than a bus, buzzword people are more um, aware of um, of SEO but they don't really understand it all so I have I have clients all the time that literally comes in and say well um, I want more traffic and I want to rank this is my KPIs. I want to be number one for this, this, this. Well, I say no, no, no. Let's let's start from the scratch. What are you trying to achieve? What what are you, what's your product? What's your service? Let's start with trying to get uh, more conversions rather than. And if they then at that point say, well, actually, no, I just want to be number one. Run the other <laughs> way. Ditch them <laughs> fast as you can. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, it, I, it is. It is most of the time. It's it's one of the first things you 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 hear when you connect to a client that they want to rank high, and the, I think that the, the fact that they ask the question is not the indication to run. The, the fact that they don't respond to your explanation that's that's the indication you should run. Yes, right? no, totally. Yes, yeah, no, no, totally. I'm just being dramatic. Someone in the chat room just said, well, I don't need SEO. I'm ranked number one for my company name, so that's no problem. <laughs> that's also a, yeah. kind of a big sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, have, that's you have to manage some expectations then. Yeah, no, t- totally. That's, that's, um, I suppose you need, really need to know what they're trying to achieve. But also, I suppose um, another kind of thing that, that makes you really doubt uh, whether it's a good choice of client is if they're like I have had quite a few uh, requests this year and my business is very new it's just a, a year old and so obviously a lot of people say to me like well you can't be picky and I said well if I'm not picky that would be the end of my business if you take on a client in a very new company and you take on a client that is in a industry with a brand new website complete beginner um, uh, in terms of authority in a competitive industry, that's suicide. Because one, the client is going to likely to be very high maintenance because they're brand new and they're going to be have it, have a lot of money invested in it most likely. And they also uh, have no expectations of how difficult it will be. And they're going to be expecting, or most likely they're going to have expectations for being on top or being getting loads of traffic in the first three months. And on a brand new website... That's yeah. highly unlikely, unless no, they're you're, doing some you're, hard you're right work. About, you're right about that, but you, you may know, well, you, you, you sort of got a flying start. 
um, because you, f- right from the start you, you had clients and you were uh, getting clients. There are also a lot of people starting off businesses and they don't re- really right away get a lot of clients. So for them, it's very difficult to say, um, "Sorry, I'm not taking you because uh, you might be uh, not, not good for me." Yeah, there's a solution for that as well, I think. I mean, you don't have to tell people what you're working for. It's all about image as well. I mean, you can yeah. do a lot of dirty stuff and, and, and um, <laughs> below-the-surface stuff, earn the money with that, and, and start working on your um, good customer base all, as, yeah. long as, as long as you need to know what you're capable of, of doing. I mean, okay, that's well, the important part. In, in fact, that brings us very nicely onto white labeling. <laughs> <laughs> for instance, here we go. <laughs> but, but only because this is quite naturally what happens when when new search uh, agencies start up. They go, okay, well, I, I don't necessarily want to choose those those clients, but what I can do, and you will. In fact, I had within the, the first week, I already had big agencies in London phoning me up saying, oh, uh, we got landed this great client for SEO. Literally, like massive, big brand. Um, but we don't actually have anyone internal to do SEO. And you're like, ah, oh, ah, F word. And then, you, then they want you to do the SEO um, and then they take the credit. So it's very tempting at that point to say, okay, well, yes, I should take on that and, and, and white label and get the money in. But you have to be very careful when you do that because if the white labeling takes over your, uh, uh, your actual new business and what you actually started off by doing, um, wanting to start your own agency, then that's completely lost. I think if you're starting your own SEO agency or a search agency in general, you have to be confident that you are doing it your way because why did you start the agency in the first place? Yeah, I know. No, I completely agree with you. But the fact is that that for some people, it's very difficult to, uh, to get to that point, to, to actually have the nerve to do, to do that. Because it's yeah, but scary that's fear. for some. That's, yeah, but that's fear. But yeah. if you're starting your own business, you can't have the fear. The, then you, you have to go back to why you have to really think about why you wanted to start the business. If you have too much fear, your own business is not, it's not really for you. You have to be brave and, and take those risks because it's all about risks. Yeah. And I really, I really do believe if you white label, not saying that all white labeling is possible, because I did one white labeling when I started off, but um, too much white labeling or take, choosing the wrong clients can completely get you to the ground. It, it's, it's a slippery slope you're on, I think. I mean, it, it can help you um, lift off a lot. I mean, you can, you can gain a lot of stuff from there. A steady income, for instance. I mean, you can, can have less worries about things. To, if you do that, but on the other side, uh, indeed, you have to worry about branding as well. I mean, are you going to be there uh, for the big media agency, or mm. are you able to tell that you're a hired person, yeah. hired gun? I mean, yeah. you have to get really good agreements on that with the customer, uh, uh, with your media agency who's hired you, or uh, with the, the the people you're working for right on that moment. Um, mm. How how do you handle um, well uh, competitive uh, clients? For yeah. instance, I think that's a slippery. And what happens if, if shit goes wrong? I mean, uh, when everything goes down the drain, are you being the guy uh, being put forward as, as, as being the black sheep in there? Yeah. Or is it, some, is it the media agency who really messed it up since they didn't have their stuff to act together and let you take the fall for it? I mean, that's some, some things you have to think about, I think, before you, you start doing that. And I, I think... 
could be good to start with, but it's also dangerous. Uh, you have to think about it yeah. very carefully. I agree on that. It's, it's yeah. not a long-term strategy. I, th- I think that maybe um, the from a liability point of view, it kind of... Uh, it's easier. It's a, it's a bit like mm-hmm. uh, doing white labeling makes you less liable um, in a way, but obviously it's, you won't get any case studies or you won't actually be able to build up your portfolio because 99.9% of the time you will not be able to say that you were the SEO that worked on that big brand yeah, and indeed. they will get the credit um, and then they will hire someone to do it. Yeah, and it's, it's the difference I always say that um, when, when I say to people that I work for myself, that I have my own uh, business, then they mm-hmm. say, oh, so you're a freelancer. I say, no, a freelancer yeah. is someone doing either white labeling or being hired by a company to work there for a year and then move on. Um, and that's also the difference here, I think. If you have your own business and then you have your own clients and uh, you can put your clients on your website and it's you who doing, who's doing the business. And if you're doing white labeling, you're getting close to, uh, well, doing sort of freelancing. Mm. Um, uh, Lisa, in the chat room, somebody uh, asked, says it's also a question of positioning. What is Lisa yeah. positioning her company? I'm not sure I understand that question. I just asked the question, what do you mean with positioning? As in um, what? How, how you, I think what, what, what they mean is how you... Um, want to be seen by other companies? I want to be seen as an own agency. Like, a, 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 I'm not, I wouldn't start my own agency if I didn't want to be an agency. So Sorry, by the, by the I, clients. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, so it's, sorry, was that the answer to the question? No, uh, I'm, I, I said it wrong. It's not by other agencies. It's uh, how you want to be seen by uh, clients or possible clients. Yeah, it's all about being the, the agency. I'm a search and social media agency, not a um, not a white labeling or just a SEO um, consultant or a freelancer. Um, and I suppose when I first started out, I positioned myself as a consultancy because that's kind of the step before agency. Um, but um, yeah, that's where you kind of get the confusion. But the problem is that as a small agency, you run through a lot of getting those big clients, of course, but that's a whole new, new chat, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, I think the, the, also the next question, uh, or maybe the same question was, what, what's your, your USP for that? Um, I mean, there, I think that's something we have to do after the break, since, since Brasco is starting harassing us already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he already did some very nice sponsor roles in, in the chat room. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to, I think it's important to, do, to discuss also about your USP. And I think picking your clients has, has something to do with, with your USP as well. Yeah. Um, Let's find out if Brasco's already ready for us. Could you run the commercials, Brasco? Search Cowboys will be back on the trail after this. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No hit ads or maybe Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agree that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. 
board. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Search Cowboys on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, wow. It's a nice little bit echo. We've got two Roy's. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? Okay. This is good again. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about USPs. Why should people pick you or me or boss? Or, I mean, yeah. uh, what, what's the reason? Roy, just, just before that, just uh, for the people who just uh, joined in, uh, we're talking uh, with Lisa today, Lisa Myers, about... Uh, uh, well, uh, taking clients or even dropping clients, and uh, um, what to look at when uh, when you're uh, well starting a new project. So, um, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so uh, from my point of view, what we're talking about um, unique selling points. Um, I think I suppose what you have to do is that you, when you start on your own, you have to kind of identify what makes you different to everyone else from from my point of view i think it is um the the strategy for how we how we go about doing kind of uh, seo and social media in one and also the kind of off-page optimization and how we are just very straightforward like i don't i'm norwegian i don't believe in like um this kind of uh, small talk or not getting straight to the point or, or <laughs> anything like that. I would rather just say exactly how it works. And the clients that, that work with me, they really appreciate that because that, that's how we kind of chose each other. But some people, that, that doesn't work with. Like, I don't think um, it would suit everyone. But, it wouldn't um, work that well in Germany, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I have, the same, I have the same thing about me. I'm really direct at people and I tell them, this sucks. Sorry. Yeah. Shut up. Listen to me. I know this. I mean, I know I know some stuff. You guys know a lot of other different stuff. Um, mm. This is what I'm what I'm good at, and now you have to listen to me since I know this stuff. Yeah. And and, and well, if that's one of my USPs as well, I start. Uh, I'm not keeping my mouth shut at all. No. Uh, if but I don't they like don't pay it, you. I'm, I don't understand why anyone would. You wouldn't pay you to actually. 
um, why would they hire someone that wouldn't say their opinion? That would be a waste of their money. Surely. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in sugarcoating anything. And I. I mean, let's my, look at Michael Gray, for instance. I don't think he sugarcoats anything. I mean, no. the girls from what's it? What um, Triple Media? No, what's it? Sugar Ray and, and Ray Hoffman. Hoffman, yeah. I mean, they don't sugarcoat as well either. I think. I mean, maybe they do it a little bit more towards clients and I think everybody mm. does it I mean I, I know I, how you to can't behave. be rude yeah exactly <laughs> I mean I know how to behave but in general I tend to say what I think and and uh, um, that doesn't work out uh, <laughs> very well all the time and that's uh, one of the things I pick my clients from as well so in, in, uh, in Holland they say client is king I don't know if that's an expression in English but um I think is is and is, in, is, is the client the king? Should you do everything the client tells you to do? No, because that's not what they pay you to. I like if they want someone to 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 like brown nose them, they should talk to an account handler. Okay, that's really hard, but that's that's <laughs> not what I do. I used to work for a marketing agency for for years and years where I had the search department. I found it really frustrating when uh, when all they did was try and happy the client should should get results. They shouldn't necessarily get plated everything on like, okay, yes, I'm sorry, please, can you do this? It's a waste of their money, I think. Yeah. But that you, obviously, you can still be like, I'm not completely like Viking. I can still talk to people and, <laughs> and not sound like a complete lunatic. But, you know, I, I just think that it's, it's, it, they cost a lot of money, the SEO, and it's a lot of, uh, a lot of effort that takes to be... To, to do it right like they are paying you for doing a service and and they're paying you for knowing how to, how to do it my ideal client like i'm having a very new client now that um just start signed up last week and they're literally going like okay well you i've hired you to do it uh, we'll do what you suggest you just um tell us and i'm like brilliant that's exactly what i want <laughs> amen amen <laughs> and and, and the I think that one of uh, one of the USPs. Uh, I think probably you will have as well that we're not afraid to say no to people. I mean, I think it's really important to say no. I, I'm not willing to take everything from from a customer. If I know somebody who does stuff better, yeah, I'm going to recommend that person to somebody. And yeah. if that means that I don't get paid for that, um, so be it. I mean, I know I, I believe in karma in that case, and and it will get back to me once. Uh, yeah, I hope it's going to be soon rather than later. But okay. <laughs> That's something different, completely different. I mean, I, I believe in that, and I believe in in indeed finding, uh, helping people out, and and actually being a hub for people yeah. to connect them with the right developers, with the right, maybe even media agency, with the right um, email marketeers, and and helping them out with that as well. Uh, instead yeah. of saying, well, I can use uh, well Mailchimp for instance. I mean, sure I can, but it's not my core. My core is helping you with search or in general with with strategic internet marketing uh, issues. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Business karma, I definitely think there is a thing to, it, w it will help you making, putting things together. And I think that's the core of what Bass has been, it has kind of done is that creating, making sure that he finds the right people for the right um, clients, etc. Um, that will reflect well on him. And I, I have recommended, I work with several kind of programmer and design companies that I recommend because I am not a designer. <laughs> and um, although I would really like to be, I'm not a programmer either. Yeah. There no. was this trend going, I don't, I don't know how's that in the UK. A couple of years ago in Holland, there was a trend going on, uh, not specifically in search, but in um, uh, that, for example, um, agencies 
just took everything in house. So they they, mm. they they got developers, they got designers, they got mm. strategic uh, people, stuff like that. Mm. Is that a good thing in your uh, your opinion? It has. It's happening again in the UK. Literally, like so many companies um, I've heard of now, that's taking SEO in house. The problem with doing that is that um, you can easily take search and programming and everything like that in house. But I do think it's a core. It's it's not like it's thousands of people that are really good at SEO. So yeah, you can want to do SEO, but well, are they? There is a difference between, uh, of course, in-house SEO, in, like, for example, what Roy is doing, or yeah. in, taking in-house SEO into an agency, because then an agency is still working for a client. Yeah. And Roy, is, Roy is not working for a client. He's working for his boss, uh, I think. <laughs> I think actually... So, so and, uh, th- there's a difference between that. and um, uh, So t- taking in-house oh, SEO is like Roy, I don't think that's wrong, that's wrong but... Um, with agencies like marketing agencies or uh, designers, I, th- I think I think uh, I'm, I, I have to disagree uh, on this part. I, th- I think it would be better if uh, they all did that. <laughs> At least some people would would get entertained by it. We can get some consultancy and stuff going on as well. <laughs> okay, but that's more from a business perspective. I, I think it's good for people to know what to expect from search. I mean, this is coming yeah. back to what we started out with managing client expectations. I mean, if you have a big media agency, 100 plus people, um, and they don't know what to expect from search, what to get it, and what to do. Uh, yeah, but there's a difference between taking somebody in your company who knows about SEO and who knows what he's talking about, or hire, taking, I don't know, three or four SEOs to work for you and then use them to work for your clients. Um, th- th- that's different, because then... Um, you 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 you're selling the entire package to to the client, and what what I saw happening a couple of years ago is that then uh, the quality diminishes. So um, because they have all the different aspects in one company, um, mm. they're they're broad, but they don't have the high quality because the high yeah. quality SEOs they're they're with the well the agencies who are uh, no the high quality SEOs that's are what right. I meant. <laughs> I mean, no, high-quality SEOs aren't even with agencies anymore these days. They no, also lost no, no. a lot of agencies. They, they, or they okay, start their own agency, or they're really doing... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. okay, but they're, 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 not, they're not with the marketing agency who's taking the SEO in-house. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. They're not there. So it's not the high-quality SEO uh, who is... But then you're actually saying, well, don't hire an agency. If you want the best of the best, don't hire an agency. I mean, uh, probably, yeah, I would say if you want the best of the best, you find the best of the best for each specific thing you're looking for. So you find the best designer around. You find. But the then best you got another. Then there's still another another issue. If you're able to do that, and you got like five people, uh, somebody who's really good at bettering, somebody who's really good at doing search, somebody's really good at doing PPC. I mean, those are two completely different things. I think somebody's doing really well in in well, uh, let's say email marketing. Um, you have to get a manager above that who knows about cross-channeling, knows about marketing strategic levels. Um, how will you ever do that in uh, a company that doesn't know anything about it and just hire people to do that? I mean, so I, you have an answer to, to, yeah, I, I have an answer to that. You, as a marketing agency, mm. um, you hire project managers. So you don't hire yeah, those. To be honest... I have to. This is going to be controversial, but project managers are just people that um, relay information to China's whisper. Yeah. 
they shove boxes. That's what they do. I mean, and it's important to do that. But I mean, they don't know about uh, a project manager shouldn't be making strategic decisions. No, no that's that should they should they, they should do operation. They should manage the operation and keep it going. Yeah, in my opinion, they, they, they could connect all the different specialities. Yeah. Connect, but that's the issue. You you can connect a lot of people, but if you don't have a strategic allegiance or a strategic goal to to reach, there's a you don't get you're gonna gain a lot of things, but not getting the best in, best ROI from everything you do. So there has to be somebody above that. And I think if you do all stuff in house and have one mediates who does everything, there will be people. And I don't say that's the best people, but I think it's if you hire the best people and you don't put somebody above it with the the overview. Yeah. I think you're going to be as well off with um, mediocre yeah. people and one guy yeah. above it. I agree but, that you need the overview. That's true. Yeah, but I also I think it's it's different. Uh, it's important to differentiate between because in the UK, media agency is totally different for, like, say, a digital agency or a, a search agency. So they they are completely different operators, and they operate in totally different ways. So media agency, you would get a lot of project managers. Digital agency, you get project managers in search. They would all know search. So the way they would operate and the way they would deal with things would be totally different. Okay. Yes. Or do, or do you, uh, is that not the same in Holland? Maybe. I th- I'm not sure if it's the same over here. Um, I, I think. Um, no, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, if you if you look at how how things are, there is not that much difference. And but there's also this this whole thing in in the media world as well that that they don't have those specific USBs. At least not that clear. Mm. But. That has probably something to do with sizes and stuff, size and stuff, yeah. and, and how the cake's already been cut up uh, for now. And, and but I'm, I'm no, I, I can't say I, re, I can relate to that in Holland, but maybe. I yeah, so it's different. Yeah, it's different, different, different places. But yeah. um, I was just thinking that um, we're getting too into the in-house and uh, and agency as is kind of SEOs and stuff, but going back to the kind of client things as well, I suppose that's an important argument for how the client cho- choosing the, the right agency because that will matter if for um, the the SEO is the core of what they're looking for. So when they search an, certain, uh, they're looking for an agency, the search agency might be better for them than some, an easy option as search Search, but they also wanted the email, etc. They might, they might be, should be able to 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 choose a media or a digital agency instead. And I think that's one thing that that a lot of um, clients don't think about. Yeah, no. they might go automatically to a a, a a a digital agency that does all of it. But just because they do all of it doesn't necessarily mean they're good at it. Yeah, they probably just Google Google uh, optimizing SEO and then. <laughs> or search, not even the word oh, SEO. Don't get me started on that. In fact, if I usually say to clients, then, okay, I'm going to get slaughtered for this, but if they ranked for SEO in Google UK, then you, you should probably them. not go with them. No. <laughs> they do something, does it? No, but this is, this is, sorry, yeah. yeah. No, what, what I meant to say is not that they just Google uh, whatever they're looking for and then take the first company uh, which shows up. I yeah. think that would be a great opener, a keywords for customers after the break. And okay. like, um, <laughs> let's let's run some bills over here, and then yeah. uh, we'll continue. Bresco, run them. 
Search Cowboys will be back on the trail after this. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from Revenue Wire. Thank you. Since I signed up with Revenue Wire, conversions have increased dramatically. Revenue Wire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Did you know? 99designs is the leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. The WordPress Community Podcast, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Search Cowboys on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, final part of the show, very special show, which is very interesting, I must say. We are talking uh, about uh, choosing clients and all the related stuff. And uh, before you know it, you're talking about uh, whether or not in-house SEO is uh, is good or bad. Um, but we're talking with uh, Roy, of course, uh, and Lisa Myers. And the chat room is filled pretty nicely, and they're talking uh, very much along with us. So that's nice. So if you're listening live, please come on over to the chat room, and you can join us there. Um, so, uh, just before the break, we were discussing um, that clients probably uh, pick the search agency uh, which is there, which has um, the number one on the keyword they're looking for. And then Roy said, "Well, it could be nice to make a list of keywords you would like customers to uh, uh, to find you on." And um, one thing you shouldn't be found on is UK SEO. That's what Lisa told us last time. <laughs> um, because that probably is not the, the best term. Um, do people know SEO in that manner? Do they know uh, what the term means? You think? Uh, yeah, I think, well, I think it's again, it's a, it, they've heard it and it, it might be a, a buzzword. buzzword. I, th- I think the people that already know SEO or know people within it probably wouldn't search for SEO. I think they would do more specific, um, but I, th- I think that is a big problem because obviously, as when I first started out, I thought, well, obviously that must be the most important thing, trying to rank for SEO because that's where you are 
are and it's the best case study, etc. But um, it's just one not worth it because it takes well too much effort. And most of the ones that are on the top for these terms, um, with with a few few exceptions, of course, that have earned that place. But a lot of them are proper spammy and black hat hardcore so i would probably advise clients not to go with them because um, they're probably going to be doing something dodgy to your site to get you up really quickly also at some point in this conversation we talk about how um how how clients should be asking the user company because i think a lot of uh, agencies don't realize or a lot of clients don't realize what questions they need to ask to find the, find the answers that they need for choosing the right agency in-house and, and uh, kind of external SEOs that we were talking about that who was ranking um, whether that's that's actually pursuing and I think they should just end with no it's definitely not no no, no correct um, one thing which uh, which is on my mind constantly is where's the line when you drop a client uh, what 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 oh, does a client think- have to do to 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 make to have you say okay this is it sorry we're not going to work together anymore okay this is a very good question and i think this should be um i know that you shouldn't you shouldn't mix uh, personal and business etc but after all we are all people and if you lay awake in the night and actually think about things that the client has said or it really bothers you, this is not for you because life is short. You shouldn't be bothering with the clients that are actually making your, your life hell. <laughs> so if you at all actually it starts, it starts consuming you and the way that you, that you work or the way that you think, just get out of there. No matter how money that is, that is not good for you. Maybe yeah, that's no, you're, very you're right. But it, I, I, I must say you, you shouldn't walk away with one... Uh, at the first bump you run into. Oh, of course not. And not I'm a little bit harder bump, than that. I mean, you should definitely know when to end something. I mean, uh, everybody should, everybody doing anything for themselves, they should read Sun Tzu. I mean, pick the right battles. And, and you know, I mean, if, if you have to know what you can win and have to know uh, which is a point, you're, there's nothing to win or to gain anymore. I mean, then yeah. you, you should definitely drop it. Uh, just like my connection for a minute ago or something like that. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so I missed something of this conversation. But <laughs> well, you didn't miss her very much, but um, uh, because we noticed you were gone uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> and so we just went quiet. <laughs> yeah, like, we just sat here wait for, waited for you and <laughs> just said nothing. <laughs> now, the, the thing is that um, uh, I, I think there are a couple of things which are very important in, in this uh, area. That's one that you listen to your heart well it sounds really bleh, yucky but it is important um, and two that you're not scared yeah agree because but, I think that's that's one of the, the, the there are two reasons why people stick with clients they don't want to be with hmm. fear is, maybe, is maybe the worst advisor ever yeah Oh, totally. It holds you back like nothing else. Maybe this is a blog post, like uh, how to break up with your clients step by step. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sorry. just thinking. It's not it you, it's like me. <laughs> You're like a brother to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that what you usually hear, is it, Roy? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should say it like that, huh? <laughs> No, but tell, I, I tell clients you just want to be friends. <laughs> yeah, it, no, no, it, we, it doesn't work anymore. I don't have a feeling now, but <laughs> I think it's it's important to 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 know what what uh, the client also is expecting from you as well, and 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 how do you 
and indeed, how do you break up with a client? I mean, you can, you can I can, I've seen enough, <laughs> I've, I've seen many ways to do it, <laughs> I have to say. Um, not a, not any of them was um, a, a good way, I think. I mean, it, there is not a good way to end with a client uh, besides just being in their face and say, this is not going to work for you, this is not going to work for me. What, I mean, you can sugarcoat anything, but yeah. I mean, sugarcoat one thing I do with clients is that um, uh, I break up a project in all different um, um, periods, so I, I, so that um, when a period is over, uh, we sit sit on uh, we sit together again. We discuss okay, how did it go? And after each moment, uh, each moment of talk we have, we can say okay, we got, we're going to go on with the project, or we're going to uh, part here. That's how I try to do it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I said it right, but <laughs> if you understand what I mean. But I mean that, for example, no, just that's the when strategy, you have the strategy to... part. After the strategy part, we decide. Okay, do we go on together or not? The, th- the problem with that is that I'm not insured for the entire project that they will want to go on with me. So that's the risk I'm taking. But on the other side, it's uh, for me, it's better because after if if I think after the first part. I don't want to do this, then I can walk away without any trouble because that's what we, what we yeah. discussed before. No, but even then, that you don't know sure if there's not going to be any trouble. I mean, no, there's still going to be trouble. Uh, there's a lot of expectations, and it's all about managing those expectations. I mean, yeah, no, that's true. But it's it's easier to break up, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, if you have well, uh, all the separate parts in the project defined beforehand. Yeah. That's, no, that's totally. Yeah, because if you have that that plan, and if that doesn't go as planned, of course, then then that is is quite a valid reason. Is 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 basically like um like you know your your wife will remember everything you say can be used <laughs> against you at any point, <laughs> over and over again. At least if you have that plan, that is your your kind of um uh, going back to and uh, kind of referring to. I think that's. That has to be has to be in any kind of client relationship, but that will make make it easier, definitely. Yeah, so that that's one way to 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 handle it. Is there another way to handle um, the breakup? I suppose that more than anything, it's important to be able to give them a solution because if you give everyone, the, especially if they don't realize that they're a problem or if that that it's not going to happen like they wanted it to be, because in in a lot of cases, it's not because it it's not necessarily the relationship with the client. It's just that it won't work out. It, we can't meet their expectations that they're they've set or or whichever. You then have to just. Uh, make it really clear for them that that this is just not going to be um, easy. But you can give them other options. Or, for example, if the SEO is not going to work out and they really have set their mind on that, you then uh, suggest other solutions. Like, well, this is not going to be get you a lot of um, uh, business in the next few months. Uh, and even when we tried, it didn't really get much. You can then maybe maybe it's better to do this type of advertising. I know these people that are really good at doing this and suggest other solutions or other people that can help. Them. Or if, if you just can't work with them as personality-wise, maybe you know someone that can. I, I agree. I mean, hel- helping helping them in another way is, is is always the best. I mean, I've had a lot of of, of calls in the training as well, and they always give solutions to people. Give them a choice. I mean, whatever you do, give them a choice. If they, not the choice to continue with you working, but give them two other options. I mean. Uh, uh, from one being, well, just ditch the whole project or try this guy, maybe he can help you out with this since we're not 
getting this along as we like to be. I mean, uh, mm. you probably agree with that uh, on your <laughs> with the customer as well. And I think giving options is, is the best way and then the most smooth way for for any breakup with a customer. Yeah, and also uh, um, I think be honest. Is, yeah, uh, is, is one of the, the important ones. No, you all, you always have to be honest. Uh, I think so. <laughs> this yeah, is but also uh, have, 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 okay, uh, have an open communication. Yeah, and, and I think it, it's. I think that that's where most communication f- falls short uh, in general. Um, you just said it already. Um, being being scared of of losing a customer and and getting uh, into problems with that. I mean, uh, that kind of stuff, uh, th- those are the worst advisors. Just trying to hold on to a customer since maybe they, they earn you a lot of money. Uh, yeah. f- for instance, if you choose a customer, I think we, a lot of people will know that if you have a really big customer, for instance, I mean, on choosing customers. Sure, it's great if you work for that big, big corporate brand. On the other hand, mm. um, you know, big corporate brands have big corporate rules, big corporate um, offers, um, big corporate pitching projects, they're going to ask a lot of time from you, which you won't get paid on uh, in general. Actually, if they agree to work with you, they aren't even uh, going to pay you in, in a decent amount of time. I mean, the, the, yeah. one of the biggest... So uh, don't sign up for something you can't... Yeah, yeah one of the biggest advertisers in the Netherlands are, are only going to pay your bill after 90 days. Yeah, but okay, I've I've had experience with that. But what you do with those kind of, in fact, the bigger the client is, um, the more strict I usually become on the the payment terms because those are usually the worst. So I would then suggest writing a contract that uh, you pay 50% when you start and then 50% on completion on even every month. You have to cover something. I mean, I I know there are are a lot of agencies, at least smaller ones, that have have really big issues with that. I mean, if they are going to pay after, I mean, if you regularly, we at our own company decided when the project's finished, you're going to pay like X amount. If you're going to pay that amount after 90 days and you're with two people and those two people are worked from it like... um, one FTE, uh, one one week full time uh, for for like six, seven, eight weeks on it. I mean, that's that's really expensive and that's really really a big risk. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, uh, companies die on on stuff like that. So think about mm-hmm. your big brand name if, if that's something you'd like to do right now, or yeah. maybe you should wait till you get more people, more funding, have a bigger reserve for you, and and, yeah. and reduce the risk of that. In fact, the ideal client, just before as we wrap up, the ideal client is probably more the medium-sized companies that have been established but have never really tried the search kind of element that you can educate, that are willing to, to learn um, and that has the possibility to grow quickly and that can pay on time and that you can get. Those, those are definitely the, the gems in the client. Yeah, and, um, and also the scalability part. I mean, um, we've had customers that said, well, can you please shut, shut down this campaign since you're generating too much traffic for us and we can't handle the booking procedure. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a, that's a good problem. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good problem, but it's also um, a nasty one if you're doing organic SEO since yeah, they yeah, really, totally. really went down on it and, and they suffer from it. I mean, yeah. it, it's a funny story to tell right now, but um, it was a big issue for them. They, they, are, they had to hire people to fix all the, all the traffic and they were, eventually they were happy. But yeah, they first, I'm like, whoa, what happens? <laughs> I mean, sure, <laughs> we did some good stuff there. But yeah, well, it, it, it's think of that as well if, if you work with clients. Think about their scalability as well. 
So what do you yeah. do if a, if a client asks you to do black hat? <laughs> uh, I would say, oh, yeah, you go first, Roy. Uh, are you doing black hat or not? <laughs> <laughs> are you able okay. to? No, well, uh, I don't think I would. I wouldn't never... And in fact, one of the guys in the chat rooms asked this earlier, whether if they ask you to do stuff that you don't want to be doing, do yeah. not do something that you're not comfortable with doing. And as a small brand, as a small company, if you just started out like I have, do not do that because it can get you, um, get you in the bad, um, bad uh, what's it called, reputation and you don't want to go there. It's the karma thing again, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, if you're comfortable doing black hat stuff and you know what to do and you know how to reduce the risk for, for your client, I mean, why not? If, if you're yeah. happy with that, I mean, that's no problem. Um, okay. It depends on your, your, the view on how your company and your proposition will be. But, I mean, that's something for you to decide. And, and I agree with you on the, the comfortable part. If you're feeling comfortable with it, go with it. If you don't, please do not start with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So the, uh, uh, to conclude the show, um, because we're almost out of time, what are the three main things you have to look at when um, choosing your, your client? Uh, whether it fits from a, a personality and a, 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 a yeah, like feeling point of view. Yeah. Um, Roy, second one. Um, I think uh, expectation management. I mean, that's, that's definitely help them with that, and, yeah. and, and setting and proper goals. And don't do something that you're not um, comfortable with, and um, and try to trust your instinct, and always remember karma will kick you in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and unless we're, we we really, maybe we bitched a little bit about customers, but we love them. I mean, that's the reason. Yeah, why oh, we totally. Love that's our business. <laughs> I actually yeah. mean, we that's love them story. really. We do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I had a I had a boss uh, uh, once. Uh, I don't know, six seven years ago, and he constantly said the client was the enemy. Well, that is wrong. I'd love to have a teacher. I hate customers, but I mean, and we <laughs> joked a lot about it, but I mean, in the end, we all love them. Yeah. I mean, we love to educate them. We love to help them. At least I do. I uh, can't speak yeah. for anybody else, but. And the final we, one is don't, don't be scared, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Don't, don't let fear come, like hold you back. Okay. Don't fear. I think that's a perfect ending of, uh, of the show. Don't let fear hold you back. It sounds like a, a new song, which Lisa will be writing pretty soon. <laughs> soon. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Lisa, for joining us again on no, the show. Thank you, guys. Thank uh, you. It's good having you back, and uh, we'll have to have you back uh, some other day again. Um, for those who are listening to the podcast, you can also listen to us live. Uh, we are on every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. here in Holland, and that's 7 in the U.K. Uh, in the U.S., it's 2 p.m. on the East Coast and 11 a.m. on the West Coast. And that's it for today. If, uh, if that's okay with you guys, and then Brasco can take us back to commercials and uh, the next show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>